Are we ready? Episode 10. Yeah, Fuck I know. Back. It's been a good... It's been a good 10, guys. It's been a good 10. I'm oh, proud of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, Go it's on. been a good nine. We'll see how this one goes. <laughs> Welcome to episode 10, 10 X, for the Roman numerically inclined, uh, of We Don't Believe in Beatles, the post-Beatles podcast. Where each week we explore a solo album by a Beatle from the point of view of me, Jess, and him. Cameron. By and large, we've never heard these albums before, but fortunately, our dear friend Jack... Hi, hi, hi. ...is here <laughs> to guide us through the very terrain. This week, from our big barn bed, we have no answers for you. We can help you out, but we can't help you in. But hangs about, who's that coming around the corner? As the dragonfly flies by the window, as the single <laughs> seagull glides over Regent's Park Canal... Well, when you've got a job to do, you've got to do it wow. (laughs) 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 So tell us, do you need a pal for a minute or two? You do? Me too. Me too. Me too. We're a lot like you. (laughs) So let's take a few to reflect on what Paul and Wings have to say. From April 1973, or in the UK, May, is Red Road (laughs) Speedway. (laughs) (laughs) The one and only. <laughs> we made it. April 1973. Oof. What a month. It's been, um, it's it's been, been a while been, between wings. It's yeah, been a while between wings, yeah. It's been over a year. No? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a solid gap between Wildlife and this, wasn't there? With only give Ireland back to the Irish to yeah. keep us... Not only. Not only. No. Oh, sorry, of course. We've got some other singles that we're going to be talking about today as well, which are impactful... And have stood the very, very strong test of time of Paul's career, including, of course, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> well done. And let's not forget it's a B side, Little Woman Love. Oh, that one. I really, I definitely listened to that one. <laughs> and Plus. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. Great song. So, yeah, that's the thing about this album. Between Wildlife and This, there was about a year and a half. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. But in between that, wildlife wasn't received particularly well. Mm. And all they've got in between are these very strange singles. But then, of course, Live and Like Die as well, which is... Or was that slightly after? That was, it was after, recorded at the same time. It was recorded at the same time as uh, Red, Red Rose. Rose. Speed yeah. Dragon, whatever it's called. Yeah. Speed Dragon, yeah. yeah. Speed Wagon? Speed Wagon. Red Rose Speed Wagon. Red Rose Speed Wagon. Yep. Red Rose R-E-O Little Speedway. Lamb Dragon Way. So, I mean, what must people have been thinking? You get this first album that everyone obviously didn't think as good as I thought it was. Uh, wildlife. Wildlife. Then about a year of silence, then a, Mary Had a Little Lambs released a single. Rhyme, yeah. And then... and Which is, yeah, in case you're wondering, it's literally just the original nursery rhyme done to music. That sounds a lot like living in... No, Material Girl by Madonna. La, 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 la. That's what I was like. Uh, Mary okay. had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. Isn't that how it goes? I mean, you just put those words into the material <laughs> Which girl's melody. Which is exactly what Paul, Paul... What's his name? Paul... Paul... <laughs> Macca. Macca. Paul Madonna. Paul Madonna did. Uh, wait, is it Madonna? I've yeah. Not, I, we haven't referred to him as Macca before. Have we, we haven't, no. Yeah. Yeah. So about? James Macca. Yeah. Mm. From here on out. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, people must have just thought his career's in ruins. Well, it seems like this album was quite a change in a lot of ways from Wildlife. First of all, 
it's a bit of a rebranding. It's Paul McCartney and Wings on this, exactly. and that is definitely uh, mirrored in the cover art. Which, which I've is... got to say, guys, we've entered the real bad cover art territory. Disagree. hundred percent. Come on, Jess. It's, it's awful. Great. It's so bad. Why? Because it's like a glamour photo with a fucking big a red rose. Yeah, it's like a glam photo He's shoot. He's got wide eyes, looking comical with a rose in his mouth. Yeah, and a Harley Davidson in the background. Is it? Apparently, that uh, that engine was imported from the state for the photo shoot. Well, wow. that, I rest my case. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, into the, get we're getting into the extravagant part of some people's careers. But you're right, it was a, a rebranding for sure because the first album uh, yeah, failed mm. uh, commercially and then, yeah, they thought, put Paul McCartney, his name on it. I mean, and and his the, face. Well, I mean, that's the other thing is they ended up not putting the name of the band on the on the cover and the, and the record label thought that People wouldn't be able to recognise Paul's face on the album, so they ended up putting a sticker on the album that said, this is Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, I mean, they God. must have just been like, this is insane. This is Paul McCartney, and we can't release a hit record by him. What is happening? I mean, they were still hit records. They just didn't sell as many as as uh, Be- the Beatles did. Right. What was the band called? The Beatles. <laughs> but this was a big turning point for Paul McCartney's sort of career and, and Wings, because, yeah, there was a big gap in between the two albums, commercially not successful critics were still slating him mm. but this album was very mixed reviews mm. um, but also I think as far as the shakeup goes it sounds like the recording process was extremely different as well it took a long time to record Yeah, it was kind of plagued with problems they had a producer who Paul didn't really get along with creatively and so they ended up firing him Paul took on the yeah. role of producer himself yeah, whereas Wildlife and the records before were, like, pumped out so quickly. And mm. you can hear it on the recordings. They have an energy about them. This yeah. is lacking that energy, unfortunately, I think. It's definitely more polished, for sure. It is more yeah. polished, yeah. kind of, for better or worse. And it was meant to be a double album, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a really interesting choice. And from the sound of it, a lot of the people involved with it reckon that it was... Well, I have seemed to say that it was, um, you know, they took a lot of the more interesting stuff off and made it a little, little bit more banal. Which I can see. There well, was two Denny Lane-led tracks. Denny Lane. Denny Lane. Um, when he wasn't too chuffed about that. About, about the being chopped. Yeah. Chopped. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so something I have to address. I, I don't know if we've mentioned this before. There's two men named Denny in Wings. And now there's yeah. someone that's what? called Henry... What's his name? Henry Muck. McCulloch. So we've got a Muck... Uh, they've, got, they've got another McCulloch book in and there. McCartney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two Denny's. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're really appreciating this. Denny is not a common name. Denny's a weird name. And there's yes. two of them in a band. Yeah. Denny. That's just Dennis, isn't it? It's not that weird. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> two Dennises. I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Thank Anna, God for that. Anna Linda. <laughs> I, Anna Linda, do, love I love the, co- the cover art. And I, I was looking into the kind of reasons behind it. And... You know, he's just like, oh, I wanted it. You know, Red Rose was always the, is the concept behind the record. Like, I like the idea of the Red Rose being in my mouth in the cover photo because it's like, you know, the sweetness coming from a singer's mouth. and But also it's it's stopping me from singing, rah, rah, rah. And then someone asked him, but what about the Speedway thing? And he was like, oh, I just like the sound of that word. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's very Paul. It's like putting together a real concept with like, I don't know, it sounded good. Yeah. Well, you should have called it Speedwagon. Yeah. Really now, no, but, hey. That's right, yeah. 
Well, if we're comparing it to its predecessors, this is exactly 1,704 albums better than uh, John Lennon's sometime set in New York City, according to Best Ever Albums. Best Ever Albums. The only website that counts. Yeah, okay. Right, have you looked up the Paul McGuire discography on Best Ever Albums? I have, yeah. You've been looking ahead. You've been getting cheats for the past... It's not a cheat. I'm just getting a general... The lay of the land, Jess. Just seeing what the world thinks of Paul McCartney. Yeah, I worry about you because you said to me earlier that you wish you wish you'd liked sometime in New York City more because everyone else hated it. So I feel like you just want to react against the. No, I know the that's public, not true. I just want. I just thought it'd be good. Good podcast. But you're selling I out. I'm trying to be deliberately <laughs> controversial, out. just like Yoko was. Well, so. I wish that I could have that much influence. What's number mm. one then? Number one, I don't remember. It's probably Band on the Run. Yeah. Or no, no. What's the other one that people like? Ram. It might be, it might be Ram. Yeah, uh, been on the run for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going right. Be. Well, we'll see. Should we look it up right now? All right, people like, it's good podcast. People like, What's uh, it called? Best ever album. Best ever. People album. like uh, Wings at the Speed of Light, don't they? Yeah, at the Speed of Light. What about it, the Speed of Sound? Sound yeah. shit. <laughs> it shit might be McCartney balls. one even. No. One. Look. Wait, just, are we looking at Paul McCartney? Yeah, or? I think it, it collates all Paul McCartney and Wings. Let's do it then. Okay, yeah. guys, just bear with us for a second. This is really interesting stuff for us. Okay. Down on the run. Ram. Ram. McCartney. Ah, oh, right. So we've we've only got one to look forward to. Then, right? <laughs> so down Chaos and Creation in the Backyard, Ooh. 2005. Wow. I did read about this recently. That, that one's apparently really good. Uh, Tug of War, Flaming Pie, Venus and Mars. Okay, great. It really, good shit really covers, the, uh, covers the the time scale of his discography, doesn't it? Which is, which is heartening. It is. London yeah. time. Oh, my God. The, McCartney 2, the home of Temporary Secretary, is very far down the list. Yeah, no one liked that album. God. Uh, Red Rose Speedwagon's number uh, 50. I really can't help myself but want to see Speedwagon. Yeah, Red Rose Speedway is quite a far way down the list. So I guess we know the public perception of that one. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think of the record? Look, I, I want to... <laughs> in some ways, I prefer it to Wildlife, I would say. It's got Me a too. more crisp sound. It's more classic McCartney. But I don't know... Apart from what's the song called? Little Dragon, fucking Little Lamb Dragon. Little Lamb Dragonfly. I love that song. I think it's my new favorite Paul McCartney song. I, wow. I don't remember um, even hearing that song before. A lot of these songs didn't sound that familiar to me. I have this this album before, but I don't know it well. I don't know if I'd heard anything on this album. Yeah. But I, I, wait, I, you I, hadn't heard it before this week? This listening? No, I, I have, but I don't really remember it. So it wasn't, it wasn't one you were brought up on. Are we entering a no. period where you're as unfamiliar as us, besides the big ones, the Bound uh, For I'd say for the most part. I would have listened to a lot of them, but not, not, not often. Yeah. Right, mm. so the dynamic of the podcast is changing. This is just three idiots <laughs> listening for the first time. <laughs> Talking about stuff. Rather than two like. idiots and one slightly less idiotic person. Um, what can I say about this album? So we listened to this just now. We just popped it on as we were eating dinner before recording. And... I'm reminded by how much I love the first half and how much I do not like the second half. Mm. This is a, mm. a very weak side B. It is. I'm sad is to true. say. Because of the first half... So, of songs that we've maybe heard before, I think My Love I might have heard on like AM radio in yes. a doctor's waiting room at yeah, some point. That's, in my well, childhood. that was the single, and it's a really... That's a, like a classic Wings song. Everyone right. Sort of I probably would have that never one. known as Wings. I probably would have thought it was like um, Michael Bolton or something. It's got that sort of vibe to it. Henry... I, excuse uh, me. Yeah? I... <sighs> Excuse me. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's just such an uninformed comparison. Jess, how dare you? Henry Macca's solo on My Love is... You can't mm. say McCulloch, can you? I said Macca, didn't I? Yeah, I was going to call him Macca. Okay, right? great. I him yeah, so he's Macca. the new Macca. So Henry Macca, 
Just call him Matt. Solo. Probably <laughs> <be> confusing. <laughs> His solo on my love is 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 lovely. You, you know that he he busted it out. He ad libs it against Paul's I heard wishes. This, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He was Paul had something written and he was like, oh. mate, I want to try something new. Let me let me have a go because I I think it's better than what you've written. And he didn't actually have anything written. He just he just did it off the fly, on the fly as well. And uh, and it came out with this classic. And wow. You know, apparently Paul was like, mate. You've you've made your mark. You've proved your point. That's good. You're right. Sounds like Paul was still, you know, in control, but was still welcoming to other people's ideas, which is cool. Hmm. So, hmm. Uh, Jess, you've mentioned before quite a, quite a bit. You've used the term swing and a miss to hmm. describe rel- uh, the various artists' output. And I think this is where Paul really starts to have a few misses. So I, So my problem is that this doesn't feel like a swing. You know, it is by the numbers. That's kind of my... And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I I like the ones where he's taking a big punt. And even Wildlife, it's like, the stuff on that that is the most weird and ambitious is the best stuff for yeah. me. It's the stuff that becomes meandering. And it's, you know, the worst stuff... The stuff I like less on Wildlife is way more predominant on a record like this. Mm. I don't hate this record. I think it's got its moments. And I really think that Paul McCartney is incapable of making a bad record. I well, think. we'll see about that. <laughs> No, I, I really like even if it's one or two songs. I think it's it's not in his ability to make something that's wholly terrible. But it's, I think the ones that are good are always so good that you almost kind of forgive the ones that aren't. It's interesting to think that actually that the t- two of the best songs in this album, Dragonfly and Get on the Right, Get thing. on the Right thing, were both mm. recorded during the Ram sessions. Yeah. Mm, that is telling, isn't it? Yeah, which is interesting. And in in a way, this does, especially the start of it, especially the songs I like. They remind me of Ram. They've got that sort mm-hmm. of like Fleetwood Mac kind of vibe yeah, to them. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac on this too. Big Bomb Bed is Big Bomb Bed. Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then by the second half, it's like Single Pigeon. Can we talk about Single Pigeon? <laughs> like, guys, is that's the. I think that might be the worst song we've had what's so the, far. What's the first line? Single Pigeon <laughs> on the clothesline. I don't know. <laughs> It's just, oh, yeah, it's like, it's it, dreary. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like, doing? yeah, um, as John Lennon said, Paul McCartney's granny music. Right, yeah. I feel like he, yeah. that is the, the bit-bop of this album, but the difference being that bit-bop is probably the best song out of all the Beatles or post-Beatles catalogue, it's probably the best song anyone's written. <laughs> <laughs> and Single Pigeon is one of the worst songs. It's basically the same as this terrible song, except it's the greatest song that's no, ever they, come out of any of the Beatles. Like, they're both aiming for the same thing, like simplicity and like a bit silly, but Bit Bob's okay. incredible. The, I, I, mm. I, is Silly Pigeon I, meant to be silly? I'm not sure. I guess Did so I just say silly? Did silly, I say silly Pigeon. Silly Pigeon. On the clothesline. Um, it's, well, what is with that? He does have uh, a, a fascination with, like... Well, I think, as well, because he was a dad, he had three kids under 10 at this stage. Mm. He was very into animals. that world. <laughs> animals. And, you know, that does tie into, you know, a love of kids' music or, like, making whimsical, fun stuff for your kids. And that, obviously, has played into him releasing a nursery rhyme. Mm. Also um, about an animal. Also <laughs> about an animal, exactly. Um, two animals in one song, Little Lamb Dragonfly. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and the line... Weeping on a pillow, sleeping on a pillow, leaping armadillo. Yes. <laughs> Another animal. Also, in the liner notes, there is a drawing of a cartoon mouse. Do you know about this? No. Okay, Jack? Yeah, some, go on, Carol. Okay, so 
he had this cartoon mouse that he'd been drawing that he was obsessed with and he was Paul basically Dad. pulled it. Yeah. His name was Bruce McMouse and he was a character that he'd invented that apparently lived under the stage while Wings performed live and he was basically trying to push this mouse into like the greater lexicon of the Wings kind of so it would have been like fant- Eddie. fantasy or whatever. It would have been like Eddie for Iron Maiden Z. You know sure, I mean? probably. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Like a mascot and a sort of almost a, a almost a, a extra band member in his own right. Yeah, in a sense, like a hype Bruce man. McMouse. Bruce McMouse. Bruce McMouse. See, he likes these sort of like weird making up these new like n- names for it's himself so and views and like what was the guy Percy? What is it? Percy Thrillington. Percy Thrillington. <laughs> um, Percy, Percy Thrills Thrillington. That record is so good. <laughs> So good. Have you? Oh my god, that was a <laughs> realization. You, you listener, you. I'm pointing at the microphone here. Have you listened to Percy Thrills Thrillington doing Ram? Because it is. Wait, is it called Ram? Uh, yeah, it's just called Ram, isn't it? Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And then you know, later on, so it, good. Early nineties, <laughs> he was like the fireman. He was the fireman. He was the fireman. What does that mean? Like, or is it the fireman? I don't know, but he was in a band during the 90s, like an electronic band called right. the Fireman. Well, we also found Percy Thrills Thrillington's but no, Twitter account. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no one knew about the fireman or the firemen, whatever it's called. I haven't delved. Mm. But no, and like, people like sort of thought it was probably... Like, but, you know, it was like a secret as such as well. Right. So he likes these sort of... Like, so they didn't play gigs, I guess. I just couldn't tell you. No. I guess not. No, you never saw uh, the I, fireman. They can't have, because I've seen it on... Oh, someone, oh, someone, excuse me. Someone's revving outside. There's, there's a lot of tweets that I can only assume are written by Paul. This is around 2012. Percy Thrillington wishes to announce that today he has given up smoking and craves support from all his friends. Hashtag Ram. Ram <laughs> <laughs> right on! Percy Thrillington is deeply irritated by the curtailment of his après ski enjoyment and is currently returning overland by private ambulance. Percy Thrillington has postponed all business engagements in order to spend time with a dear friend in Geneva. Hashtag Ram. What are we supposed to make of this? <laughs> the last tweet he ever wrote was dressed to thrill with a uh, smiley face wearing sunglasses. Oh, a cool face. What year was that? A cool face. That oh, was, was May it? 10th, 2018. Wow. That was the, after the... six years of not tweeting. He suddenly did dress to thrill. <laughs> What's the photo? Uh, it's... Uh, oh, it is Paul. Nope. No? It's some guy in a suit on a mountain pointing at something we don't see. Wow. Oh, also, there's a lovely uh, tweet saying, these station will be rammed tomorrow morning. Check back here for 8 a.m. with more details. And it's the Tube map, but with a lot of stations uh, change their names. Sheep, sheep Sheepers Bush. Bush. Totten <laughs> Ram Court Road. Oh, my God. Houston. Uh, <laughs> like E-W-E. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah, Ramasmith. Uh, yeah, that's that's all. That that's fucking brilliant. Oh, Barbican. Yeah, I mean, Paul, if you find the if you find the whimsy and the silliness uncomfortable or you don't like it, you're just going to get more and more disappointed by his career, I feel. But I just, I love it. Mm. I'm just into it. I mean, I wonder if, if John Lennon would have come around given time, because this must have just been what he hated. I guess so, yeah, the granny music stuff. Yeah, yeah. he wouldn't have laughed at Euston. No, he wouldn't have. Sure. Nor should he. In fact, yeah, the, as far as granny music goes, so get this, my love... Uh, there's two things that I think summarise just how kind of schmaltzy and grannyish it is. One is that it was covered by Harry Connick Jr. 
kind of says it all. Don't you fucking disparage Harry and oh Michael Bolton in the same Jesus. episode. It's a touchy topic, isn't it? The other thing is that an instrumental version played during Monica and Chandler's wedding in Friends. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, now it's you, that kind of song, me. isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it actually sounds a lot like James Taylor. I got that a lot from that okay. song. Yeah, a lot of similar kind of changes. And, mm. I mean, they were good friends at this stage. He was the first artist to sign to Apple Records. Right, so of course. So they were quite a lot in each other's that, lives. He came for the Apple Records world, didn't he? He did, yeah. He was the first... First one ever. Yeah, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. On the strength right. of uh, something in the way she moves, I think. Mm. On the strength of one song. Yeah, again. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, crazy, huh? So, there are some incredible songs on this record, though. When When the Night is another great one I like. That's probably the when one in the second the half that is great. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really into it. I got a bit okay. distracted during that one. It's, by that point, like we've already had My Love. We've already had mm. Little Lamb Dragonfly. We don't need they another kind similar. of... They are similar. So Little Lamb Dragonfly apparently mm. is about the death of a lamb on his farm. Is it's contestable, right? but yes, I did read a little so bit about it. Apparently. Uh, that or what was the little, other um, thing? Or I just can't help you him. out. I can only let you in. Is let you into what? I guess the meat grinder. <laughs> but the, the, and then what did Linda say about that? Well, I guess maybe this is why he's vegetarian. <laughs> well, that's they. They say that yeah, he's. Other people say it's about him becoming a vegetarian. That's cute. Oh, wow. But I hope it's about the death of a lamb. I mean, <laughs> bless the lamb. But it's just cute, like that you'd write a song about it. It's about the death of a dragonfly. Well, so I, I I read that it was intended for a Rupert Bear film. You know Rupert Bear. The Rupert the Bear, but he character? did he did do later on do songs for. Really? An animation, didn't he? I remember he? that, yeah. Do you know that Rupert the Bear was originally a brown bear and he was coloured brown, but then they turned him white to save ink? Hang on. Whoa. Is that yeah, I know. What do we what do we read into that? There's a lot of layers to unpack there. Really? Can you can you unpack more? Please? Yeah, I mean, you know, a, a brown bear who's turned white to save money. I mean, what is I don't know. I don't know. This is uh, this is thin ice, especially after last week, so I don't wanna I don't <laughs> wanna read into it too much. Make of it what you will. Make of it what you will, that's all I'm saying. We um we do like to get kind of quotes and responses from, from the, the Beatles and the makers of these records about them. Here's one from from Paul about this record okay. retrospectively. So <laughs> after I'd heard Wildlife, I thought, hell, we've really blown it here. Oh. And the next one after that, Red Rose Speedway, I couldn't stand. Oh. When, soon when, after it yeah, did when you say did, this? Yeah. I think this is the eighties. Okay. So, you know. Yeah, At least some, he's got some What's the opposite of foresight? Uh, Post-sight. <laughs> pre-sight. He had some pre-sight. Post-sight. After-sight. After-sight. Yeah, come on. I've got a quote by Linda, which I thought was pretty on the on the money. This was 1976. Uh, it was such a non-confident record. There were some beautiful songs. There was My Love, but something was missing. We needed a heavier sound. It was ter- It was a terribly unsure period. Mm-hmm. I think that's very accurate. For sure. It's I'm- meandering. I find this record a bit meandering. It's like... I, I said as well in my notes, I said, gone are the risks and big swings of Ram and wildlife. Like, it, it's... Yeah. Some good ideas are let down by unoriginal production and basic arrangements. Like, it just feels like... I'm I'm often listening to it going, what's happening here? It sounds like guitar-based drums and only because they were like, that'll do, not because mm. it was actually what really suited it. Unlike the sparse arrangements of something like Plastic Ono Band, where it was like, okay, this is what suits the song the best. They mm. definitely tried to make it more polished and that was the intention but it sort of backfired totally. I guess I think that lack of confidence even comes through in like intending it to be a double album then chopping it back yeah. and oh, I can't do that and I listened to a lot of the songs that were going to be maybe maybe all the songs that were going to make up the double album and like uh, I, I don't know you mentioned about them being more experimental before there's 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 a couple I mean I Lie Around which was the Live and Let Die B side was going to be on there and that's great I, okay. I really yeah. love it and that's um, uh, Denny Lane isn't it okay. um, lead vocal on that I'm not sure if it is. I'm I think that's a different one. Mm, okay, hang on. Hang on. Ram hang, on. Hang Ram on, on a second. Hang on a bit. 
No, it is. It is. That's Danny Lane. It's Danny Lane. Danny Lane. Danny Lane. Sounds pretty similar. I mean, he like, sings the start, start of Little Lamb as well. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I just didn't recognize him. Yeah, it's not, not like you, if you weren't listening closely, you'd pass it off as well. Yeah, Paul does put in a lot of weird voices as well. He does, yeah. Yeah. Um, like... But, I mean, what about Live and Let Die? Like, if they'd gone with that kind of... Produ- I mean, that's yeah. produced by George Martin Well, this well. I was going to say, it's the first song... That's the first song he's. They've been like reunited again, like since the Beatles. Mm. So obviously, for a song like that, there was like, oh, I've got to get George Martin and go get the best sound. Why possible. didn't they continue you know? that way? I mean, I don't know. I don't really know much after this album, but like, is there any sign of that coming back? Because it was just it In feels what like what you mean? George Martin and Paul collaborating again. Because it just feels like this huge potential of future. They do in the late in the seventies. No, not okay. like not that like I'm aware of, but they do in the future. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Cool. Um, Red Rose. Then Live and Let Die was obviously really commercially successful, whatever. Mm. And then bear in mind, after this album, it's like, what, six months and Band of the Run is released. Wow, yeah. that is mad. You see what I mean? It's so like, after this, it's just up and up yeah, and up. Okay. And like, from here, they've right. really become the, really one of the what? biggest. Yeah. Live, there you go. Yeah. Live and Let Die was the first Bond theme to be nominated for an Academy Award. Mm. Um, for good fucking reason, too. It's uh, such an incredible tune. Yeah. You know the, the middle kind of reggae bit? Linda wrote that. And that was her contribution. What? Yeah. Wow. She does like a bit of reggae, if you know the yeah. song Seaside, Seaside Woman. Woman. Oh. Hey, so Seaside Woman. Tell us about it. So it this was, is from these sessions, right? Yeah. So I think it was originally meant to be on the double album, like the second yes. side. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it was it was written in response to them being sued over like another day, yeah, that it was credited as Paul and Linda to get around some copyrights. Right. But they tried to like contractually or whatever. Yeah. Oh. But they tried to sue saying that Linda wasn't a real artist, basically. So Paul was like, Go write a fucking song, Linda. Mm. And my god she wrote a song. Oh boy, did she? It's a yeah. great song. It's, it's good. It's yeah. weird. It's very strange. Mm. I like it. Yeah, it's like very it. cool, though. It's yeah. very different. I yeah. always just find it a pleasure to hear her sing. It's always... Yeah, yeah me too. She's got such a great voice. But it wasn't released, I think, until 77? And it was released under, under, under what name again? Uh, Susie and the Milkshakes or something? Susie and the Red Stripes. Susie, Susie and the Red, Red Stripes. Stripes, of course, because Jamaica. <laughs> and right. it was written... Yeah, it was written in Jamaica. Apparently. Okay. Yeah, and it was a mild hit. Like, they did... They kind of proved it. That she could write a song? Well, it wasn't, as I say, it wasn't released till, yeah, a few years later. But it was supposed to be on the record. But it was meant to be on the record. Hi, Hi, Hi as well was great. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's good. Actually, you know what? I watched a live version of that and I thought it really was fleshed out a lot more live. Yeah, me too. Like, faster, it's it's a bit more brash and, yeah. Seamoon, the B-side? Seamoon. I like Seamoon. I don't know. It's it's a bit like, again, you know, the reggae vibe's back. But it's a bit, uh, a bit by numbers. It's one of those kind of more forgettable tracks. If it had been on the album, I would have lumped it in alongside the kind of would have fit in perfectly on side B. That's mm. for sure. Yeah, fair. So this album does end with a massive medley of songs. Mm. Yeah, we haven't even delved into the medley. Yeah, I, mean, does, I don't think it it really works. No, I mean, no. first of all, it's not a medley. It's kind of just three Shop songs mashed together. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not an it's not Abbey Road. End no, of Abbey Road, is it? It's not. Yeah, it, it yeah, it sounded like he had some ideas, chucked them together because the medley worked in the past and yeah. didn't give him much more thought than that. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the Abbey Road medley was a bit of bit of bit of luck anyway. Yeah, it all really worked together mm. so seamlessly, you know, mm. um, and that just didn't work so much this time. Mm. Basically, the songs are fine. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the songs are passable, but they're not uh, like, oh, we're going into the final a medley of the album. This is going to be great. And it's like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> fine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it very much feels like they were just bits of songs they had lying around and didn't have the inclination to finish or they weren't good enough to finish and, mm. you know couple this thing together i do i quite like that weird thing before uh, first dog on the moon lou first dog on the moon oh, yeah that is weird the yeah first, i like that too. first indian first indian on the moon. first indian on the moon first dog on the moon say first dog on the moon because everything else is animals yeah i guess so <laughs> what is that it's a, a comic yeah. an online comic i think the first, the dog first on the indian on the moon no the first dog on the moon first dog on the moon yeah that's snowy from tintin we yeah, already know sorry this. also yeah first animal <laughs> on the moon really yeah yeah first human or dog on the moon snowy Human or dog? He wasn't before Tintin. Well, Tintin, Tintin was the first man on the moon. Yeah. Snowy was. I think Snowy came after Haddock and maybe the Thompsons. Okay. Yeah. Right. Who stowed aboard the ship accidentally? Ah. Oh, classic Thompsons. This is classic them, isn't it? Yeah. Always getting in trouble. I quite like that as an instrumental that song, anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ed, right, well, I the think... Tintin theme song. <laughs> sing it? <laughs> 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 so it sounds a bit like it could be a Bond theme song, doesn't so it? So anyway, that, yeah, no, it is a good song. Yeah, I'm bored now too. So. Um, yeah, the first first um, Bangladeshi on the moon is it's like it's not interesting enough to tie the second half together or, mm. or to stand on its own right. I think it would be great if it was surrounded by great songs. Yeah. I really, really like it. Sorry, I just yawned. Yeah, we, we're boring, Jess. No, it's just a bit late, isn't it? Oh, dear. Mm. It's uh, almost 9.30. No, no. So this was not really loved upon release by critics, even though it did spawn a big single in My Love and the session spawned yeah. a very big single in... Critics seems to... They seem to change their minds. Right. Retroactively, I mean. Yeah. Hmm. I was saying to you earlier, Jack, too. After delving into these records, it's it's great because you can you can find at least one person out there where one of these albums, where any of these albums, are their favorite album. Of all yeah, time. it changed people, their life. Yeah, yeah. I walked down the aisle to First Indian on the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> on the Moon, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, there was actually there's one review. So I don't know if you, Jack, do you know an English magazine called Letter Rock Magazine? Not that I know. No, I think yeah, it was like an did, old kind uh, of seventies publication. Sure. But, there's this guy um, who wrote, this is, it's very weird. This, this quote, see what you make of this. Listening to it, listening to this album, takes about as much as going 10 rounds with a marshmallow fairy. Yeah, I saw that quote too. What? Well, let's just dissect that for a second. Okay. Takes about as much. So does that mean that's the goal? To be out of, to be punched at the end of a listen? To I be mean, destroyed? Going 10 rounds with a marshmallow fairy, is that a boxing term? Well, or is I'm, it 10 I'm rounds I'm taking it piece by piece, yeah. Okay. Uh, 10 rounds surely is boxing. But fairies don't box. And also, marshmallow, does that mean a fairy that delivers marshmallows or a fairy made of marshmallow? Hmm. Or the fairy of marshmallows? If you lose a marshmallow, do you get paid money under your pillow for if you leave your marshmallow there? Right, yeah, it's hard to say. What? And takes about as much. So, like, it's as much effort. Yeah. Okay, as going ten rounds with marshmallow fairy. Y- you know the, the name of this guy that... Jackie Googling marshmallow fairy. Yeah. Yeah? I think I might have already Monica the marshmallow fairy. Yeah. A book by Daisy Meadows. That, that's not a real name. Originally published 2017. So he did not know about this. When he made this <laughs> right. Movie. Presumably. So you know, you know the maybe name... This review is in, maybe this book is inspired by this album. So you know the name of this guy that wrote the review? John Pigeon. 
Is he the original Fuck single off. pigeon? Of, maybe it's of Paul McCartney. Oh my god, maybe it is. Oh my god. And His I name thought... is Percy Thrillington. <laughs> and because I uh, I was so perplexed by this marshmallow fairy thing, I obviously thought I'd have to take a bit of a dive into the life of John Pigeon and find out who he is <laughs> and what he meant with this. Um, so John Pigeon was a very well-respected music critic for Let It Rock magazine, amongst others. And he's also a radio producer. Um, but in his kind of in his retirement, or maybe sixties, in his sixties, he fulfilled a long-held ambition in two thousand and ten when he started compiling crosswords for the Telegraph. He was a, a crossword compiler. He we used the pseudonym Petit Jean. <laughs> Jess. Yes. So he used the pseudonym Petit Jean, and uh, so to quote, this is this kind of gives you a sense of the type of crosswords this guy was making. Uh, one contributor to Big Dave's crossword blog, the website, says, "I always consider that I need to put on a slightly mad hat in order to solve a Petit Jean crossword." And so this got me into this whole community of online crosswords, where Big Dave's crossword blog is this big, where people submit their favourite crosswords, right? And uh, and they give a little introduction to it, and people write reviews and comments at the bottom. Here's some about. Uh, about John Pigeon uh, under the pseudonym Petit Jean. Here we go. Petit Jean loves his food related clues. Is he a chef or a food critic? No, we know that he's a music reviewer, obviously. Uh, many thanks, Petit Jean, for a good workout. I struggled with the southwest corner, but thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing. <laughs> I get this. It seems to be, yeah. They're, they're... So, one, one other comment. One other comment said, I'm in Budapest all week and missing my paper edition of the crossword so much. Still, got to have a drink and a chat with Gerard Depardieu, so it's not all bad. And you know what Cryptic Sue wrote in response? Was he any help with the crossword? <laughs> so maybe the Marshmallow Fairy thing was just a cryptic crossword clue that we're yet to figure out. Who knows? Fucking hell. There yeah. you go. John Pigeon. You guys into crosswords? Not no. now. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Pretty boring. I usually get stuck. What's your favourite corner? Do you start at Northwest? So on a scale from one to temporary <laughs> secretary. Well, well, hang on a bit. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to move it on. I didn't know what else to say. There's a uh, there's a bit of braille on the front of this uh, cover as well, is. isn't there? Oh yeah. Which is apparently. I couldn't feel it on Spotify. Go on. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It was uh, it's meant for Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Oh yeah. It says love you, darling, or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. we love you. Oh, that's sweet. We love you, treacle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we fucking love you, treacle. Yeah, isn't that cute? It's yeah. sweet, isn't it? Yeah. So there you go. Were they all were they all besties? Yeah. Yeah. Were they, they the classic later oh, on? Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's not great, is it? It's a bit, mm, a bit flaccid. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, quite yeah. flaccid. What, yeah. did, what did they do? Ebony and, and ivory live together in perfect, perfect harmony. Don't think I know it. You don't have any. Oh yeah. I, I know mean, the name, the phrase. Because black and white, get it? Oh yeah. Like on the keys, on the like. A, oh my yeah, god! No. The layers. Skin. <gasps> this would make a great cryptic crossword. We should get uh, get the message out to John Pigeon. Although I think he died. So sorry. May you rest in peace. I can't wait to edit all of this out. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I've got better ideas for that. Uh, got heaps of ideas. The, yeah, the single pigeon himself. Um, do, you, do you guys know what Sea Moon is? No. Sea Moon. No. Sea Moon. This is pretty lame. This is this is Paul. It is um, his silliest. Sea Moon is like so. You got L7 right, which is a square. It's a uh, kind of calling someone an L7. They're a bit of a square, right? 
like L7, like I'm doing the thing with my hands. Exactly, it forms a square. A C moon is the opposite. It's a C and then a crescent moon. They come together to form a circle. What does that mean? It means you're really cool, unlike a square. circle people are cool. Well, it's just it's not a square. It's the opposite of a square in a certain sense. Is he calling you fat? Well, no, I don't think so. You fucking sea moon. Yeah, <laughs> you sea moon. You dense punk sea moon. You put a bit away this year. You're a bit of a sea moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's great. Inspiring. I mean, facts are what we're here for. Yeah. Cold, hard facts. Cold, hard pigeons. So, um, anything else? I don't know. Yeah, it's a, look, it's not an inspiring album. It's got its moments. Yeah. It's got a great side. It's a great half an album. Be a great EP, like a, like many yeah. many other. Look, records. I think at its worst, it's really on the side of like two whimsical and two dare I say flaccid again. Mm. Um, at its best, it's perfect pop. It's perfect pop writing, as Paul is at his best. I think yeah. the but best. But there's just not enough. Yeah. Best going on. I think the best songs on this are like as good as Wings get in. I reckon anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. You're making noise again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't fucking... I'm a fiddler. I know. <laughs> fiddling about, fiddling about, about. I'm your wicked Uncle Ernie. <laughs> I know, even though you can't hear or see me when I'm fiddling about, fiddling about, fiddle about. <laughs> right. Uncle Ernie. I know we're recording this late again. <laughs> okay, so well, yeah, cool. Let's go. Right, on, a I mean, sc- no, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, Mary Secretary. What are we thinking? Mm. What do you think, I, lads? Uh, Jess, yeah, uh, Jess and Jack, both of you. I echo those sentiments. It's as good as Paul McCartney gets when it's at its highs, and its highs are Big Barn Bed, Get on the Right Thing, My Love, Little Lamb Dragon. But it's the first half. The first half's just great, but it's just so. So let down. He wrote twenty minutes of good songs and twenty five minutes of mediocre songs. Mm. So yeah, you know, better than sometime in New York City. Worse than every other uh, Paul McCartney album so far. And a massive step down from Wildlife. I'm missing Wildlife. So I give this a marshmallow fairy. <laughs> 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 I just feel like a, a, I've just a, a single just mar- mar- just a single one. pigeon mar- a I feel single like just, that was just like blue balls yeah but for waiting for your review for scoring systems yeah alright one marshmallow fairy for this album what does that mean yeah you know well it takes about as much as going ten rounds with one doesn't so it so is it one marshmallow fairy or ten marshmallow fairies it's a marshmallow fairy A A so a single wow. I would say it's t- ten times worse than old mate gave it Who's old mate? Marshmallow Fairy. Not oh, ten. right. Old well, mate, Pigeon. He wasn't rating the album based on Marshmallow Fairies. He was comparing it to going ten rounds with one. That is true, Cameron. I'm glad you're here to, uh, to correct me on these things. Jack? <laughs> I'm going to give it the same as Wildlife. I'm going to give it a four. You gave Wildlife a four? You're mad, Jack. What? Wildlife is so much better than this. Honestly, I mean, look, there's only a few songs off Wildlife that I like a lot more than this. And, ah, oh, but you're right. No. I've done, it's staying on the level. You know what? I'm going to dock a point from this for not having Bitbop on it. So it's a Marshmallow Fairy minus one. <laughs> <laughs> because it should have Bitbop on it. If this album knew what was good for it, it'd have Bitbop on it. What if... Does that mean it just would be on every Paul McCartney album from now No, on? this album deserves it, you know? Well, he did have a two on the last one, so I guess I mean one on this one is... <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I just like Dragonfly so much. Yeah. That I like my love and... Big Bum Battle so much as well. 
I, I, you know what? Every week I keep getting more obsessed with the last Born Without Any Album we've done. So I keep listening to Wildlife this week and now I feel like I was too harsh on it. Mm. There's no changing, Jess. But I, uh, no, it still deserves a six. I th- still think it's a six. And this, I think it's a six as well for me. It's very different. It's like, its strengths are different to Wildlife. There's no big swings and misses. There's just very passable, uh, well-crafted pop without any surprises. Um, if High 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 and Sea Moon, Seaside Woman, yeah, and Live and Let Die were on this album, it would be a nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is fair. <laughs> so, this is the era of singles, I guess. You know, maybe they weren't really that bothered. No, they would have sold millions. Yeah, they were touring. They were, you know, they were already all millionaires, so. Well, who cares what oh, we think? Let's wait to the next to episode to talk really? about that. Oh, yeah, right. absolutely. Can't wait. Which won't be till next season. Can we talk about that yet? We can mention this, I think. We're bringing this season to a close in two episodes' time. So uh, after episode 12, we'll be concluding this season of We Don't Believe in Beatles. Um, and then starting next season, we thought it would be fun to start with another Ringo album. So mm. next season, we'll be starting with Ringo. We know you've been gagging for more. Gagging for the ring. And then Jess. <laughs> you can't say that on TV. <laughs> oh my God. And then Band on the Run is Strange Band on the Run. Straight after that is we did the second one, I think. Yeah. yeah. So that means we've got two episodes left this season. We've got a George and a John, which we thought mm. was kind of appropriate to bring things full circle and do one more of each. Full semen. Um, full. Se- <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't quite sound Sea Moon out of 10 I wonder if we'll be rating any album Sea Moon out of 10 per second. Oh, I wonder wait till we get to those late Ringo albums uh, uh, yeah so you know, this is a 6 for me for different reasons um, it's got some tunes I will definitely listen to this again mm-hmm. so I think yeah this is a 6 mm-hmm. it's fine it's yeah enjoyable. so I'll definitely listen to it again I'll listen to a some songs yeah. here and there again probably won't listen to the medley much mm, I'd probably never again in my life yeah. by choice yeah. listen to that oh, but, I think these... but now I'm yeah go back and listen to Wildlife everyone like don't I'm... discount it there's I... some real gems on it yeah absolutely put Wildlife and this together and you'd have a fucking 10 out of 10 record mate Maybe. Wildlife needs no improvement it's got beer pop on it I feel well, like it does because these... you only gave it 8 so clearly it has improvement for 2 <laughs> no it's 8 out of 8 for your secretary right bukus I... of 2s left to improve <laughs> I feel like these this, the last Mellow Fairy <laughs> I feel like the last two albums have really opened up a, a yawning chasm between our tastes in uh, maybe this is from how bored you're making us the yawning chasm oh my god Jess <laughs> Jesus you are very harsh today oh my god you? I'm sorry I'm just joking okay <laughs> It's so, very fun. It's going to be very fun to to uh, edit a whole bunch of elevator music over what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, Granny yes. music. So next we'll week is see. Living in a Material living World. Living in a Material World. I am Wait, I'm looking forward to this. George or John? George. George. George yeah. Or is next week my band? Yeah, I think it's Living in a Material yeah. World, yeah. The one and only. I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to hearing what he does after something like uh, All Things Must Pass, where he can take it. It's been a few years, right? It's uh, 73 as well, so that's, what, two years since? Yeah. yeah. I think two years. Yeah. 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 We check these things before we just throw them out there. It's fine. That's all right. It's fine. <laughs> Okay, so this album, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's listen just... to it if you want. If you're a big Wings fan, you'll probably get something out of it. If you're someone who thought that Paul's more uh, flaccid part of his career was not something to be celebrated, and especially his more childlike part of his career was not to be celebrated, you may think this is trash. Mm. But you'd be wrong. It's fine. Listen to Mary Had a Little Lamb instead. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> its fleece was white as snow. So, uh, right. till next week. Well, what are we doing? What song are we doing? Oh, yeah, uh, we have to play a song at the end of this, don't we? 
I mean, I think you know my. Oh choice. yeah, we're doing a little lamb dragonfly. Yeah, well, sorry, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And if Not we doing. don't, then you'll hear it soon. <laughs> uh, if you have a question for us uh, for the podcast, tweet us at postbeetlespod or send us an email. We don't believe in beetles at gmail.com. Please give us a review. We've got a few reviews in so far. It'd be great to get some more. Um, and thanks for listening. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. See you. Till next See week. Moon. See moon. Bye bye.
My heart is aching for you, little lamb. I can help you out, but I cannot help you in.